Welcome, everybody. Today is a crazy, crazy episode. I have a co-host that works with me. Her name is Stacy. Stacy is also my girlfriend. Stacy, can you say hi to everybody? Hello. Um, Stacy, we've got a few questions for you because quite a few people ask about you. Um, you have an upcoming show and you were on my first premium episode um, that was only released to certain people. It was one of those episodes that was kind of uh, gripping. And um, how did it feel to do that episode? I don't know. I was nervous at first, but once I got into it, it was, uh, it was kind of exciting to do. Okay. Now, did you ever have any interest in getting involved with the podcast in the very beginning? No. So I kind of pressured you into to doing an episode with me over a heated topic that we won't discuss the topic, but I, that was some, some heat to wax, basically. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, in doing the Boston episode, you did it along with my colleague, Steve. Um, that travels around with me different places across the United States here and there, not all the time. Um, how was Boston for you? How did, how did you like that whole ordeal? Um, it wasn't bad. I wish it wasn't as cold. I wish that, uh, you know, we had a little bit more time up there because it kind of stinks traveling 12, 13 hours somewhere and you get four or five days. Right, right. So, and doing stuff like that, it, I know it is kind of rough. I, I like when my trips are about 10 to 12 days uh, here and there. Now, um, going further on into this, like you support the podcast, you post everywhere for us on Facebook and things like that. And it's greatly appreciated. A lot of people with the start of this podcast uh, always thought that there was more than one person behind it. So, one day, I had to keep constantly asking you. We came up with the idea that we would that you would come on because I had that heated incident and you were passionate at that moment. And we literally sat in our living room and you were in a recliner and I was like one in a chair or something. Yeah. And we recorded the episode. Yeah. And and history's there. So the audience has a few questions that I want to ask you real fast. And this is a special episode that I'm doing. This was the spur of the moment. She's sitting here with me. Anyway. Um, I'll edit this out, uh, but uh, going forward, uh, you have a lot of things that you have going on. Uh, you are the manufacturer of the cups. You take care of the vinyl. You take care of all that other stuff, don't you? Yeah. And and doing that is it very time consuming? It is, and then you you get frustrated easily because you know it doesn't look the best, and you know it could look better, and but then you also realize, you know, that you're just starting out doing it and, you know, things will progress. Okay. And the, the thing about it is, is the, the all the cups are more, or I'm getting tongue tied. I wanted to say magnificent, but I'm going to go with marvelous. Uh, and, and the thing is, is like the weeding part of this, like uh, we're not going into too much detail of cricket stuff. If you want to know about cricket stuff, you can go check out all kinds of cricket stuff all over the internet, but actually pulling apart the detail with that tool, um, that's, is that the most time consuming? Mm, yeah, I, th I think so. Um, I mean, it's kind of hard to place it on the cups too, because you want to make sure it looks good because you don't want to place it, put something on there that looks like trash. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, fan questions. I'll have to go over the voice messages with you, but these were some that were wanted that were asked of me to ask you at some point. Um, everybody wants to know what's your favorite state because you travel, we travel together everywhere. 
Uh, what's your favorite state you've been to thus far? Mm, probably North Carolina. It is something about North Carolina. Like when we were in North Carolina, I want to say um, big ups to High Point, Greensboro, Asheboro, any type of borough that's in North Carolina. Your food down there is amazing. What is your highlight being down there? Um, I, I think that I liked it so much because it, you know, you weren't too far if you wanted to take a drive to the beach or something, but it was also country enough to where it felt like home without being home. Right. And it seemed like that there was a Walmart everywhere. Like you had an upscale Walmart. You had a, I want to say this consciously, you had an urban Walmart. Then you had a middle-class Walmart and then you had the slum Walmart. Right. And it was like, and this is around Greensburg. Going around Greensburg, we went to all these different places and I found some of the greatest discounts of my life at some of these places. And then when I traveled to other states with you, we noticed that it's not the same. Right. Not every discount is equal. Um, and to the other places, no offense or anything, but North Carolina was nice. Uh, we ate at some little, um, oh, I forgot the name of that restaurant we ate at, but it had the best fried food I've ever had in my life. Um, we went to that little pub place or whatever where the tape, the, the bar and it had the fried, uh, what was it? Oh, it slipped in my mind. It was something fried. I'll have to look at it later. Jake's, that's the name of it, Jake's. Okay. Jake's had all this different fried food. So if you're in Greensboro, Hopland area, definitely stop by Jake's and get you something to eat. Um, and then outside of that, uh, here's another big question because uh, we're going to have some movie episodes soon. Um, one big thing that we're going to be doing is we're going to be reviewing Godzilla versus King Kong. That is one of our upcoming episodes. That's one thing that I, I have been in the bag on. We're going to make it a romantic evening and, and, and do it to, <laughs> today. Today's March 31st. We're going to drop it um, very soon. So what are your thoughts on Godzilla and King Kong? Are you excited about it? I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready for it. Now, who are you signing with, Godzilla or King Kong? See, the, those are hard, hard to make those decisions because, you know, you got one animal that's a land animal and you got one that's, you know, can survive in the water. So it's like all Godzilla has to do is drag King Kong into the water and it's over with. True. But, you know, that, that's not how they're going to go with it, obviously, because anybody can make that up. So, so I, my thing is this. Godzilla brings out some kind of blue fire. Like, yes, he does. He, he's got a fire. It's like, <laughs> that's not the sound, but that's the sound I'm going to make for it. So he's got a blue or orange fire. He could just burn that monkey. Right. And Godzilla, it, as, as long as I've watched him since 1988, um, Godzilla beat him Ultraman. Ultraman was my dude growing up. So King Kong, I mean, he's all cool. They made the nice little movies about him. He had a decent video game when I was in high school. But King Kong ain't shit on Godzilla. Godzilla just goes, <laughs> and he'll smack him with a claw with his little, because the only thing I'll say is that, you know, Godzilla does have some gimp arms. His gimp arms might cause an issue, but outside of that, unless they're fighting in the city. So he could remind you of the little t-rex off of the robinsons yeah pretty much uh, i mean he is stout arm but he ain't doing that with his arms if he can't blow you up he's got to swing his tail to kill you and if he's doing a one-on-one fight yes godzilla will not beat king kong because king kong will give him in hands or as braun Strowman says he'll give him um 
these fists or something like that. These hands. These hands. Yeah, these hands. Okay. Oh, they get these hands. Yeah. All right. So another topic. What are some of your hobbies? What do you like to do? Um, we watch wrestling. We we love professional wrestling. I will say that. <laughs> um, we are avid WWE. We love AEW. We actually go to AEW events. Um, right. The product, we'll leave that for the other podcast to talk about wrestling. I'll just say AEW came in really strong, and it's kind of, not going to say it's fizzled, but I watch NXT over it. Right, and I, I would rather watch AEW over NXT. I mean, after all the time that, you know, we've watched it, I just, I can't get into NXT. I will watch Finn Balor's match, because he, I felt, started with him on the main roster, but I do like AEW better. Adam Cole, baby. I know, but you, you got to think. I didn't get into wrestling until, what, about 2018? Yeah. Whenever we first met. So, you know, I'm still kind of new to the to the whole wrestling ring. And whenever I find people that I like, you know, they go somewhere. Johnny Moxley. You know, yeah, followed him, followed him over to AEW. So, you know, it's still new. And I think with the, you know, the whole pandemic thing, they kind of got, you know, slowed down. Yeah, and here's my question, and I hate to make this into a wrestle podcast real quick, but do you think that Kenny Omega is overrated? Yes, I do. I I have not seen. Um, what everybody talks about out of him yet um i will admit you know i enjoyed his match we were at the the pay-per-view where kenny omega and johnny moxley did their uh no holds barred in baltimore maryland yes and um that was their first one it it was interesting and i'm not saying he's a weak wrestler and i'm not saying that he's not good it's just i feel like maybe aew isn't bringing up the best potential compared to what I've been told about him. And, and I mean, like I'll say, he did five-star matches over there in Japan, but that's a different group. That's a different wrestling prowess. That's a different style of wrestling to a degree and how you tell the story. Right. And I wholeheartedly agree with you that he has not shown me anything that's prolific. Now let's run over to WWE real quick. Yes. Who's your favorite wrestler over in WWE? Male or female? Male. See, that's, that's a hard one. I mean, I I think my favorite individual wrestler, mm, I mean, obviously, you know, my favorite tag team is the New Day. New Day? We, when they, there was three of them. Um, I don't know. I'm going to have to think on that one. I'll say mine, and this is weird because uh, I'll tell you, this morning I had a chance to watch old Impact Wrestling. So I got to watch AJ Styles evolve. I didn't know it, but I realized today, and I just noticed like when I play the video games myself, I have become an AJ Styles fan. It's something about him. It doesn't matter where he's on the roster. If he's fighting for tag team belts, intercontinental belt, the WWE Championship, the Universal Championship, he can bring out the best in wrestlers, just like a Dolph Ziggler or a Bobby Roode would. Those are my top three guys. Right. I I used to... Um, follow AJ Styles really closely when I first started into it. Um, I don't like him as a heel. I'll admit that. I just, you know, there's something I don't see him as that. Yeah, Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre and like the bigger guys, like the 
the larger guys, I guess you would call them. Um, I can definitely see them as heels, but I'm just, you know, hard time convincing me that he's a bad guy. Well, with his new help, he's got the biggest help <laughs> in the business right now. Yeah, but, you know, that's, that's help. You have somebody there to, to, you know, that's got your back in case somebody decides to attack you. Okay. And um, female-wise, who's your favorite? Everybody knows my favorite um, is Bailey. I have a thing for Sasha Banks, but for some reason, Bailey, just how she's transformed her character, because the one thing that, that is great about Stacey, and I'll tell y'all this, she went back and did the research. She got on to uh, SmackDown and the different things that were on Hulu, and she watched the back catalog and caught herself up. So she learned about the, the great CM Punk, about probably one of the most underrated wrestlers, Zack Ryder. Mm-hmm. Um learned about the dismissal and the abrupt end of Ryback and quite a few other stars that I will not name drop. And uh, what was that boy's name that had that losing streak? He's Brian Myers now. He was a uh, Zach Ryder's guy. The dude that lost all the time. Anyway, I forgot his wrestling name, but so much. Uh, and sorry about that dude. I forgot your name. You were very <laughs> but it was so many there. But like, you know, was to me, um, when you look at promo on the mic, you look at wrestling ability and actually being able to wrestle more than 20 minutes. Bailey does that. Charlotte Flair is overrated. Charlotte Flair is great. She is. But my thing is, is me and you both know wrestlers have set spots. You know you're going to get the moonsault out of her in a top-tier match. Right. Uh, going with Charlotte Flair. You know you're going to get some extraness. And then in her low-key matches, you're not going to get that extraness. So you actually have a template for how she's going to wrestle. Oh, this is going to be an A match, a B match, or a D match. Right. Um, I, I did enjoy Becky Lynch. Um, I wish I could see more Naomi. Um, and like you said, I kind of did the backlog of Hulu stuff. So watching her on Total Divas, her and, um, Natty, Natalia, um, getting their backstories. I learned to like them a lot. Okay. Um, and it's just the female... Talent is very limited right now. I don't know if it's because the women are fighting with the WWE or if they're going to blame it on COVID or what they're doing. But I feel like since um, Becky Lynch had to leave for her pregnancy, everything has has went downhill from there for the women. And, and I kind of feel that way too because like, I look at the evolution of Lacey Evans and, and mm-hmm. no disrespect for anyone for getting pregnant and having children or whatever mm-hmm. you want to do. But I felt like Lacey Evans was about to be the future. Right. Like she was really strong. She had a good background on her. Her wrestling matches were subpar. They weren't the best, but she could still wrestle. And then the whole thing with the riot squad, like put them together, break them apart, bring them back together. What are you doing there? Ruby Riot is such a talent. It's a shame that she gets wasted. Right. And uh, the Liz Morgans and the Mandy Roses and the Dana Brooks, to me, they're kind of a mirror of each other. Different sizes, but the same package to a degree. Right. And then with the loss of Sarah Logan and pregnancy, once again, pregnancy took a lot of people off because you had a lot of free time, I guess, during COVID. Um, just like with her husband, um, the tag team division, I believe that in wrestling as a whole, it doesn't matter where you go, tag team wrestling is probably the best wrestling you get. Right. Across the scope. Now, I will say this. We have watched modern things of uh, Ring of Honor, and I don't know how this turns into a wrestling podcast, but it did. <laughs> I will say uh, 
I hope to see Andrade uh, over there in Ring of Honor because there's a big thing that you want over there. But back to WWE with the women's wrestling, what do you think about the tag team division? I think the tag team division is very lacking. Um, because who who are you going to have strong enough that they have right now to go up against um, Shayna Baszler and Nijax? Nobody. Like, nobody's going to win a clean match against them. So I don't know why that he would put them two in a tag team match together. Like, I could see maybe putting one someone else with them, like one of the skinny, um, not skinny, because um, one of the smaller, you know, like bring back the smaller women. Bring back them because they're a heel tag team. They could cheat and win a match. Right. So, so I, I agree with what you're saying there, definitely on that one. And then you kind of could see that there was some type of swerve involved somewhere. Because how are they going to come out the back burner and come up with NXT women tag team titles? Right. And I noticed though, during the tournament, even though you didn't watch too heavily, I noticed that when you groom a tag team on the lower level, because we'll call NXT their indie mm-hmm. level, right. when you're grooming them there and they're getting that chemistry, those teams look better than the main roster. That's my whole problem with the women's division as a whole on the NXT level. They look sound and are polished better than the main roster. Right. And I feel like, so this kind of goes back to the pregnancy thing. You lost the Bellas. Um Brie Bella to the to pregnancy, Nikki Bella to injury. Um, she just, you know, they both just had babies again. Um, who'd you say, uh, Sarah Logan yeah, pregnancy Sarah Logan. and released? Uh, and released. Um, now uh, Becky Lynch pregnancy. I mean, yes, these women women deserve to to have their family, create their family. You know, it's nothing negative against them at all. Um, it's w, or WWE's way of bringing other people in to kind of replace them or fill in while they're gone. It's just, it's like, oh my gosh, they're pregnant. What do we do? And they scramble to find something. So they don't have a background of being able to temporarily have additional people in there. And I feel like the women down in NXT, they're like, hey, we're just starting out. We're going to be put on NXT. We know we're not going to, you know, have a family. So we're going to give it everything that we have. And that's not saying the people at WWE don't, up on the main roster, don't give all of that. You know, it's just their way of putting it out there. Okay, I agree with that because it's like, like you said, like if, if we were there wrestling right now, mm-hmm. I know I'm going to be hungry because I'm not going to make that much money off of this and that. And right. I got to show people I'm worth taking that risk buying that t-shirt, right. buying that action figure, or whatever they come out with a wrestling game again. Right. Um, you know, they do that um, and, and go from there. And like like I said like, earlier on, um, I was talking to another uh, podcast that does this out of Morgantown, uh, One Fall Wrestling. I'll give y'all guys a quick shout out. Um, it's crazy this podcast turns into a wrestling <laughs> podcast, but um, it is kind of hard, you know, because at NXT level, those guys are competing with AEW. Right. WWE is not competing with anybody. Right. Because no offense to Impact or any of that other stuff, Impact is competing. It's not even competing anymore. They're hanging out with AEW just to get ratings. So, and mm-hmm. Ring of Honor has always been a, a place that builds WWE's talent. Because you can look at the Seth Rollins from when he was Tyler Black 
to Daniel Bryan when he was Bryan Danielson. You can see that Ring of Honor ushers in the talent and then they go to WWE. So that's something that hasn't been working, and we won't, I won't even disturb that with conversation because that's how that is. It ain't going right. to go no opposite way. Um, and you get your best trainers from Ring of Honor and other places. Um, my thing, like, going forward, like, I noticed, like, uh, you know, we, we used to have a, a set way that things were groomed for us to embrace wrestling. Like, we had a wrestling game every year, something that was very tough and very good for us to play. Um, this year, we didn't get that. We got that uh, random game that I don't – I have it in our collection. <laughs> it, it went on sale. I don't think it was ever at a full market value price. Cause right. we, I think it hit the ground running at $40, and now you can get it for $20. And I can say we put it in one time and never played it. Right. I just downloaded it so it's sitting on Nintendo Switch catalog. Um, and then buying WWE 20, 2020, whatever, playing it, it was probably the worst video game I've ever played in my life besides the – 2018 on the Switch. <laughs> and the 2018 on the Switch was actually polished. Um, so what's your thought on not actually having a video game to play or something to keep you tied into wrestling? See, I'm never really got into the wrestling games, so that that doesn't bother me. Um, I mean, someone that is a constant game collector, um, obviously I have starting from 15 to 20, I have all of those games on the PS4. But, you know, how many times have we actually sat down and played them? Not very much, but it's like the idea of just, <laughs> you know, to me, it's the idea of thinking of if I actually wanted to play the game, I cannot play the game now because there isn't a game. There's this, I don't even know the name of the new WWE game. That's how off it was. We've seen it somewhere. We were in, let's just say we were in Columbus, Ohio, because we're always in Ohio. <laughs> Seeing the game out there, I was like, I got to have it because it had Stone Cold on the front. I seen the Bella doing her little dance in the, um, the little video or Preview. the trailer, yeah, the trailer for it. And I was like, I got to have this. It's got some older characters on there. You know, I'm a Bret Hart fan. That's my guy. And um, went from there, and that was that. Now, I'm glad that we were able to tie wrestling into it. Got a little <laughs> bit more conversation out of you. Maybe we'll have to do a wrestling podcast once a month. Um, another question that comes up, because everybody, for some reason, there's true crime podcasts. There's movie review podcasts. There's, I'm a celebrity, so I've got to do a podcast. Then there's the 2020 people like me, the 60 Minutes people that do all these other things. So I never get too tight and personal in any of the interviews because actually you're a co-host. So, you know, we'll be out here doing this over the summer with other people, you know, having a good time with it. Um, what is your favorite movie? That's the hardest question for people to a- a- ask and answer. I can say mine first so that I'll give you a little time because I always do that with everybody. My favorite movie is Life Aquatic with Steve Zusa. Do I watch it every year? No. Does it come on TV very often? No. But I like it just because I'm a cinematographer, I'm a Criterion Wireless type guy. I mean, not wireless, I meant Criterion Film guy. So, <laughs> uh, sorry, shout out to Criterion Wireless if you're out there. But anyway, um, I like it because it has Bill Murray's got certain comedy. It's the way I tell jokes. That's why I like it. So what about you? What is a movie? This is the hardest question for so many people. What is your favorite movie? It is a hard question because, you know, there are so many movies out there that you can look at and it's like, oh, this is on. I'm going to watch it. And anytime that movie you see it's on, it's like, I always have a plan. Um, and then you got your different genres, you know, are you looking for something to cry with, laugh with? Are you looking for some guts and gore and all that other stuff and <laughs> something to make you jump? Um. Ooh. I can make it easy for you. What was your favorite okay. movie of this year? 
I don't, I don't remember. I know what my favorite movie of last year was, even though we watched it now. It was that Russell Crowe movie. Ooh, Unhinged. Unhinged. That Ooh. was a good movie. Yep. Um. <laughs> it, it, it helps me take out my frustration with other drivers. If I watch it before I travel somewhere. Right. And I saw myself reflecting back, you know, what if this person in front of me is like that guy on the movie and he's just going to chase me down and try to kill me, you know? And I was about ready to beat my horn at somebody because they were just sitting there at a red light. And I took a second and I'm like, what if this happens? And I calmed down a little bit, I breathed, and I moved on. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'll say this. Now, my highlight is, is uh, everybody knows that I'm a showcase. I love to show all things. Not show all personal things, but movies. Your father, Doug. Mm-hmm. Oh my lord! Uh, <laughs> whenever I get a good movie, I like to we zoom on out there to the county and go see him. And I put this movie on for him, and we're all sitting there watching it. And it's certain scenes that I cringe and I jump up. And I am not very animated. Movie. Most <laughs> time I'm watching it, I got a phone in my hand. We go some extra, but it's one movie that I actually sit back and watch. To the delight of me, your dad sat there and watched that whole movie. He just sat there straight up, got a glass of tea or lemonade, something. He watched it and. We anytime I bring it up, it's become one of his favorite movies. The Unhinged? Yes. Yeah. And I think everyone, even your mom sat there and watched it. She did. My mom hardly ever watches movies with us. She'll take her phone and her iPad and her second tablet and her second phone and she'll go back to her bedroom and watch her soaps. So the crazy thing is, is that I'll leave uh, a little um, flash drive with, with the movies on it. And, and bar you, bar anybody I know, you're going to say whatever you're going to say, so that's cool too. But the thing is that he's kept it, and he's, he, he asked me how to work it, and I don't know if he's going back and watch it, but I'm going to assume that he's probably going back and watch that one movie out of 74 movies. I'm going to say he has not, because as many times as we can sit there and explain it to him and show him how to use it, he's not going to. He is always going to watch the same, t- same movies that's on TV. Um, what was what was on TV this weekend? This uh, past on. weekend. Well, I'll say this: he's watched Justice League over forty times, the regular cut, not the Snyder cut. Um, Justice League comes on. What else comes on on TNT? It's TNT that he watches. Yeah, it is. Um, TNT does Suicide Squad so yeah. much. Um, what's the rock movie they do? They do like four rock movies over and over. Any of them, he'll watch them all. Yeah, same Andrew <laughs> It's not even the good rock movies, right? Um, Jurassic Park movies. Yes. They play continuously. Rocky. Rocky. He is con- if, if Rocky's on TV, he's watching it. And then for some strange reason, Aquaman. Aquaman yeah. gets some plays on TNT, but I don't know what's going on over there. And um, he's not a fan of the Star Wars stuff or nothing like no. that, but he does get a few good movies right. in. And, and he'll, I- he'll even watch the Twilight movies, Ooh. which, you know, I can't get you to watch them with me yet, but yeah, eventually never, we'll get there. One day, or I'll close my eyes. I've never seen Twilight, <laughs> Lord of the Rings. I don't I watch certain things. I don't watch every single thing that's out there. Or Harry Potter. Or Harry Potter. Never seen Harry Potter. Star Wars, Star Trek, all day long. And one movie that has caught my attention that I've never seen, I've never seen the movie Dune. It's about sand and some science fiction shit. Mm -hmm. Oops. We're not not an edited show, so we can say whatever we want. But anyway, yeah, it's just one of those deals where I just don't get into that, and it's not my forte. So um, we didn't get a movie out of you yet. So I'll go on. I well no, like I've thought about it. Like there's, um, I like Selena. I guess I like the real life 
based off of true story type movies. Okay. And Pearl Harbor. Those are the two movies that anytime that they're on TV, you're going to see me watching them. All right. Now, what about Disney? Because everybody has Disney, a fantasy in Disney. Um, there are so many Disney movies. But there's got to be like, more. It's, it, that's just try, like trying to pr- pick a Christmas movie. Like, there's not a favorite there. Well, I'll say this. Where I'm a romantic, I love The Rescuer and The Rescuer Down Under. Those are my two favorite. And then if I could get a third one in there, just because it's from the year I was born, The Great Mouse Detective, because it's considered one of the poorly received Disney movies at that time. Uh-huh. The Disney movies in the 80s up until, uh, what was it, Little Mermaid or something to that degree. Even the Oliver Company did well, but it didn't do that good. Disney really didn't pick up until the 90s, you know. Right. So, um, and I'll tell you something weird, and a lot of people think this is crazy. I have never, ever, ever in my life been a fan of The Lion King. <gasps> Don't you dare say that to my dad. I won't say it to his face because he might beat me up. But right. he, for some reason, The Lion King didn't do it for me. It was Aladdin, The Prince of Thieves. Aladdin. I liked Aladdin. Yeah, Aladdin did something for me. And then further on in life, I think uh, what... Some of the Pixar films are good. I didn't like A Bug's Life. Hmm. A Bug's Life just didn't do it for okay. me. And, uh, it doesn't do it for everybody. We all can't like the same movies. Yeah, but that was just one that I, oh, I like, like that. And then it was something like Atlantis something. Some of them, them early okay. 2000 uh, movies. Mainly with Disney, if it's not Pixar, and, and I have never seen Frozen. I've never seen one or two. Never in my life. Now we did start them, and I make you listen to the music quite often. But I haven't finished them because the, my one hard belief is I don't understand how Frozen, out of all the bigger catalog movies, is considered it's the highest grossing animation that they had. And I and I think when you put it up against other movies like Snow White, Cinderella. I mean, I if you think about it, whenever those older movies came out our population was low or lower right now we got people out here with a lot of kids and all of their kids are having kids and babies are having babies so we have a lot more people so i think that could be a possibility as to to why you know it's so much more but also like the it just looks better like they have more um more graphic design or more whatever you want to call it. Like the animation it, is yeah, the, the animation is a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Now, another question, and this will be our last one because you've been a great sport to do an interview that will be going out very soon. It could be out tomorrow, you know, is how we roll. Um, what is your favorite color? Depends on what kind of mood I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is a tie between pink and purple. Pink and purple. Pink and purple. And I'm on the purple end. Right. The pink, it depends. But... Right. Because, I mean, yeah. Okay. Now, I want to thank you uh, because, like, this is this is very spontaneous, and this is a portion of Meet the Host. So, we have gotten to meet Stacey. We didn't ask anything too personal. Um, there will be time for you to develop your character over many episodes. <laughs> um I just, once again, I can't do the normal thank you for being on West Virginia Commonplace because you're part of West Virginia Commonplace. So I will leave it at this. There will be more from Stacy. There will be more from me. Um, Stacy is very well-rounded in all kinds of areas of 
things. So we will have many topics to talk about. There will be more dual episodes, and you guys can always just tune in. Right.